Welcome to the podcast. It's your girl, the original She Pop Warrior, Kim S. Anderson, reminding you that she, that we, profit on purpose for the betterment of ourselves, our families, and others. Let's go! <laughs> On to the show. Hey, oh, happy day. This is Kim S. Anderson here with the She Profits On Purpose podcast. Super pumped about what we're going to talk about today. We have been talking about home business trends, what's hot and happening, what fits, what works for you. And so today, I don't want our creatives to be left out, meaning these are the folks that create things from scratch. Like they're just our naturally creative folks. They they sew, they draw, they paint, are natural creatives. And there's an online space for you guys, for sure, for sure, for sure. And so one of the things I want to start off with today, I want to give an example and sort of put some content and context around what a creative can do online to create a home business income stream using their own skill, whether you cook, whether you bake, you know, there are creatives now who are bakers and we're starting to see that creativity in desserts and all types of design that go into being a baker. It used to just be, you know, I, I bake a cake, I, I bake a pie. But now there's a whole design arena that goes around with um, being like a cake boss who can make anything and any type of design. And not only is the cake good, but the presentation is amazing. And so you might ask, well, how can I, if I'm a creative how can I have an online space that creates an income stream for me? Well, actually, you guys probably have it the easiest of all, if I could put it in those terms. Like what you might have to learn is just some technical skill. But you've already got your skill skill. And so you're already ahead of the game and ahead of the curve because you've already got a skill that you've honed over years that people already adore and would be happy to pay for. Your trick is just getting more people aware of what it is that you offer, number one. And then two, if you do this as a hobby, how to learn to love it and get paid for it. Because I know a lot of people who bake and they bake amazing, but they like to bake for the people that they love. They think that they won't love it if they turn it into a business or an income stream. Well, I'm here to tell you, I think you might love it a little bit more if you actually started getting paid for all that love that you pour out and put into the things that you make. So our example is going to be um, Kathy Quilter. Kathy makes quilts and Kathy loves to make quilts for her family and for friends and for people that have new babies and people who get married and for special occasions, graduations. She loves to do and make quilts. 
So now what would we say for Kathy if she were um, saying, well, you know what? I think I want to turn this into an income stream. Like, how could I do this online? Well, a couple of things. Now, where would you guys think Kathy should start? Right. Like, I think Kathy should obviously look at having a website with all of her creations, with some pictures and some things that have her creations and maybe her prices and maybe some contact information. And then the next thing I would want Kathy to do is to create some social media space because that's where everybody is. And I would want her to have a business page on social media. And if she's of age, most of the people that are going to be her age, if she's a bit mature, she's probably going to want to have something on Facebook. And from there, she may want to take a course or figure out or learn how to do and place social social media ads for the purpose of making others more aware of her uh, services and her products. So it all starts to sort of work and flow together. You have a website, you have a business page, and you begin to utilize that business page um, to get more people aware of you that are outside of your immediate circle. And so if you've got some friends and family that are also on uh, social media, what you'll want to do is enlist them to help get the word out about your new online business venture. And from there, there's some other things that you could do on your website and on your on your business page. You want to have on-demand ordering for your product and service. You may even want to consider doing a couple of videos sharing how you go from beginning to end and, you know, how you start making a quilt and what it looks like at the end. And then you might even want to think about something like creating a course to teach people how to make quilts, because I know I don't know how to make quilts, but I love them. I love them. I might take a course with you to figure out how I can make some keepsakes and heirlooms for my family members, because that did not get passed down. I know I had an aunt that was amazing at making quilts. And when I got married, she made me a quilt, but I don't know how to teach my daughter how to make a quilt. You see what I'm saying? And so that could be something that you could incorporate into your online business stream model is maybe even creating a course. And there's other online things. And so don't be intimidated by the tech. There's other online things that could help you also set up that course have it be attached to your website. Some things you may want to learn and some things you may want to um, pay to have someone do for you. Both options are good. I like to say learn it first so that you have a reasonable amount of understanding of what it should cost to get done. So if you just went and found somebody to do it, they could charge you an arm and a leg and then you later find out that, oh man, I could have done that for like 10, 15 bucks. So I'm not saying you never hire out. I'm saying understand what you're asking them to do so you get a feel of the value that they're bringing for their service, okay? And so if you then decided that you wanted to create a course, that's another additional stream in addition to the work that you do in creating the quilt. Uh, Those types of things are called evergreen courses. So you have an evergreen course on how to start a quilt, how how to do your own quilt. And so people would pay for that 
over and over and over again. Like, hey, I took a course. You should take this course too. While at the same time, you've got your social media ads working, you've got, um, you know, the course working and you're actually making quilts on demand. So you've got a couple of different streams and areas going at the same time. Then the question becomes, do you like it where it is or do you want to scale it up? Then we'll talk about that. But being online gives you the ability to scale up what you do, meaning how can I get this to more people with me doing the same amount or less work than I did before? And so that becomes the beautiful thing of working online. You can get more people involved and that's why the creating a course would be really, really amazing. And then the other thing that you might want to consider if you're, you know, Kathy Quilter is creating a YouTube channel, sort of a how-to YouTube channel um, of what you do. It doesn't matter your age, just that all those things begin to um, generate traffic and buzz about what it is you do, and it creates more online business. So embrace the technology, um, and if you're a little wary of it, there's a YouTube video that'll explain it, right? So they don't have to be worried about anything. It's all there on, on YouTube. If you just, you know, if you search for it, you can find those answers. And so, um, and from there, you, you might even want to create a Facebook group, a private group for the people that take your course or the people that follow your YouTube channel, or, you know, if they have questions about quilting, you know, it's a place they can go and they can show you their progress and, you know, your students and, you know, you could offer discounts for your students who bring you some more students, all kinds of things. Creatives can just, guess what, get even more <laughs> creative. So I just wanted to sort of give you an outline with quilting as um, a guide, but it can really apply to anything if you do, if you're a painter. And I mean, like you paint things, you paint things for t-shirts or paint pictures that people hang in their homes, an artist, a painter, not someone who paints houses, but you know, guess what? They can find their own niche online too. It's just a matter of putting a few things together and getting that wheel in motion. So that's what I really wanted to share with you is just getting that wheel in motion and letting it work for you again and again and again. And then you could even also consider having an online store on Amazon or Etsy or one of those things that let people um, find you. So it can just really go and grow. There's really no limit to your creative imagination as how, as far as how to have and do and grow an online business for creatives. You can just keep having fun creating, but creating in a different space that lets your talents be seen um, far and wide. So I hope this helps. I really, really look forward to seeing those uh, bake shops and food shops and dinner shops and uh, sewing shops and quilting shops pop up online as you start to take and implement some of these ideas. It'll work if you work it. So just start to try and see where you end up. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to see these new business ideas and new ventures get going. I look forward to talking to you real soon. God bless everybody. This is Kim S. Anderson over and out. Peace and love. We'll talk to you soon. 
Hey, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It was our pleasure bringing it to you. Remember to visit our website at sheprofitsonpurpose.com. And if you like these broadcast episodes, share and subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or anywhere that you like to listen. This is Kim S. Anderson, and I will talk to you soon. God bless. See you next time.